Hi, I'm Teal Shoop, and you're about to empower your equestrian life with this podcast. I'm an adult amateur rider, the CEO of global innovator Sterling Essentials, and I'm passionate about loving horses and being an equestrian on my own terms. If you're a wanting more rider but thinks our equestrian world can be better, is curious, is a little frustrated with the conventions of the equestrian industry, this podcast is for you. If you're looking for what empowers and builds you up as an equestrian rather than tears you down, this podcast is for you. Journey with me and my guests from all walks of equestrian life to hear the conversations, wisdom, and stories that will help you become an empowered equestrian. And when you're in an empowered equestrian, you become present in even more meaningful ways to yourself, your horse, and your equestrian community. And then together, we will help our equestrian community thrive. I'm glad you're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 14 called uh, Your Business, Your Rules. So today, I'm going to be talking about boundaries. Whoa, so boundaries. What the heck do I mean by boundaries? Well... Think about all the things you put into place to protect your interests, all of the rules around your business, your contracts, your terms, the expectations you have of others, all the rules and things you put in place about how you operate in your life, the rules for your business, but also in those personal interactions. You know, what do you expect of others? All those things deal with boundaries. And so we're going to get into that today a little bit because, wow, this this can really set up a lot of changes in your life. A lot of things can become so much easier once you start to realize what your boundaries actually are, why you have the boundaries you have, and what that really means for the dynamic and the relationship of who you're doing business with and who you have in your life. Because there is a boundary for how you interact with all of your inner, all of your relationships. And so I was thinking about this and and you know looking back and thinking about how boundaries to me often used to be oh they used to feel like a bad thing like there was such a negative connotation I had with boundaries back in the day. And it, This is because it seemed like if I had boundaries, then I had to enforce the boundaries, which is, yes, true. And we're going to talk about that some more. But having to enforce those boundaries used to make me really angry. But now I realize that they are actually lessons. And as we've talked about before, everything is a lesson. And why was I getting so upset? Because I had to enforce a boundary that I had, especially in business, right? Well, because it means when I have to enforce a boundary, it means that I have an unmet need. I'm not having an expectation that I have surrounding my business being met, right? And so I would get into all kinds of angst and anxiety and annoyance and frustration and then get kind of angry that like, oh, now this person isn't fulfilling their obligation. So poor me, boo-hoo-hoo, victim mode. 
I've now got to decide, am I going to enforce this boundary or not enforce this boundary? And oh no, that's going to make me the bad guy. And what does this mean? Will I lose business? All the things, right? Eh, Time out, shift, right? Look at how much like victim BS, woe is me, working from circumstance into negative emotions, negative energy that is. And then realize how that shifts when you start to look at boundaries, setting boundaries and enforcing boundaries. It's all just a lesson. It's such an amazing teacher when you have the opportunity to enforce your boundaries. But the thing that always kind of perplexed me was, and I bet this is the same for you because you can think of times when your boundaries have been broken. People haven't come through in the way you thought they would, right? You've had unmet needs. Your expectations weren't met. Why is this happening, right? Because a lot of times I think back in the day of like, okay, for example, with a business partner, wrote a contract, have the terms in it, everything spelled out, talked it through, everybody's happy, seems clear, good communication, everything's going along great, and then at some point things start to unravel and the other party is now not delivering the things you thought they would. It starts to snowball, there's some disconnect, and now the relationship is under some tension, right? This doesn't feel good, right? It feels uncomfortable. I mean, you know, people starting to be in tension with each other. Um, And why is this happening? I mean, it's happened to me, right? And I, I know it's happened to you. Why is this happening? Because your boundaries are based on your values. And think about that. What is important to you that indicates your values? And so you craft your expectations, your agreements, your contracts, or even just, you know, your normal day-to-day expectations around what you value, expect certain things, and those certain things are aligned with what you value. But not everyone's going to share your values, right? I mean, pretty obvious, of course, when you start to think about it. I mean, not everyone values fast cars or nice houses or trips to the beach or going to the park or likes dogs or, you know, like all those things. And the same with business. You know, for example, I really value communication, integrity, and service. These are really important things for me in my businesses. And maybe this sounds really common. You'd think like, oh, everybody, everybody's business values this. Oh, yes, everyone thinks this is important. But I ask you, take a look around. How many times have you been stuck on hold <laughs> trying to get help with some problem situation with another company. You're sitting there for forever on the phone. Well, how's the communication in that situation? Are you getting triggered by this? Are you getting upset by this? Well, you have a value around communication. You have a value around fast service, the level of service, and even how about the level of respect you think you should be receiving from that, you know, customer service department in the other business. And so what are then their values on the flip side of that? 
You know, I mean, that could be any number of things. They might still value service and communication, but perhaps they're not as high a value as your values of those things are. Maybe they're putting into place, you know, managing their workforce and their bottom line and their economics is more important to them. You know, it's all about perception and it's all about trying to see and have compassion for what's going on from the other side of (laughs) your viewpoint, what's going on on the other side of the conversation. But for me, you know, as I mentioned, communication, integrity, and service are some of my highest values in my business operations. And also in my normal, you know, regular day-to-day life too. These are things that are really important to me. So I realize that then these can become, you know, trigger points for me as well. Not as much at all as I used to. But of course, hey, I'm still human, you know. But that's the thing of it. You know, these things that we think may be common or universally shared by everyone may not be shared to the same level. And especially on the topic of integrity. I mean, we love the word integrity, but if you truly look at our society, our society and culturally does not really value integrity. And you look at that then in business, people say, I value integrity, I value integrity, but then look at how much they forget to do things that they've committed to you or do they say one thing and do something else do they follow through do they uphold their commitments is it about convenience or is it about their own interests rather than honoring what they've committed to and that's the thing of it too with integrity is especially so important in business and every aspect of our life Because integrity creates trust and integrity is absolutely foundational for all relationships, including the relationship with yourself, which we'll talk about more some other time. And so think about all these values you may have and how they are presenting themselves in the way you do business and work through your life. And then when you get into these situations and relationships where there starts to be friction, there starts to be a disconnect... And you're like, ah, why aren't they honoring the commitments and the boundaries we've set? Why aren't they matching my expectations anymore? What happened? Well, they don't truly share your values, right? They don't share your values. So if they're valuing something more or less than you, and it's important to you for how things function, well, then there's going to be tension and friction there. The closer you are in a relationship means the more similar your values are, right? I mean, think about that with your, with your loved ones who are close to you in your life and your close friends, those people who you are really, really, really connected with, right? I mean, you have people like this, your spouse, your best friend, someone really close to you, perhaps mom and dad, a child, brother, sister, whoever. You know what that relationship looks like. And how close it is because you have shared interests, shared values. The closer your values are aligned together in priority and importance and the things you value, 
the closer and stronger that relationship is. And the same applies then to business. And so I just, you know, give you an example because I was thinking about this too of, you know, a number of years ago, um, I was working on expanding my product business, my leather care company into another market and a different country outside of the U.S. And so it was an international market. And I was so excited because I connected with this, um, this distribution company. <clears throat> and they're one of the biggest, you know, prominent distribution com- companies in that, that whole market. And I was like, yes, I'm connected with these people. These are the right people. They have all the, the connections to get me connected in the country and do all the things and blah, blah, blah. And there were, yeah, you know, this is me being a people pleaser and also blinded to the facts and the truth that I didn't want to see. And that even from the very beginning our values were completely misaligned. Um, you know, the, 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 the company, for example, didn't really want to do a contract with me. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I mean, we can find a way around that. We'll kind of, we'll kind of work on that and we'll see how it goes. And, you know, we'll, we'll sort that out later. I mean, I never do that. I mean, golly, coming from years and years and contract management and other legal things and all of that, like, I'm all about the contract, not because of the legal side of things, but just because contracts lend clarity. Contracts lay out values. Contracts lay out expectations. It's communication, right? All of those things that I really, really value. And it sets boundaries, right? Huge, important. But I was like, oh, okay, you know, so I was a pushover and I let this all go. Okay, so we're chugging along and I think, okay, you know, we're going to get sales. We're going to grow. This is all fantastic. And it was like crickets, you know? I'm extremely proactive in my business. I like working together closely with my partners. Okay, other values, you hear them now, you see these values. This company would not answer my emails. They wouldn't take my phone calls. They wouldn't respond to my questions. They wouldn't respond to my offers to provide promotional materials, to work together on marketing and other promotional events, to do this, to do that. And I'm like, here, I'm here. I'm screaming at the top of my voice. I'm here to help you sell these products into the market. Let me help you. I know how. I'm the expert in this. You are then the amazing network that makes it possible. Help me help you. Crickets, 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 crickets. <sighs> and, you're, and you're probably sitting here and you're judging me for all of this. And that's totally okay because I had to get over it too. And that like, and this is years ago of, you know what? Teal, it's okay. You made an error. You weren't aligned in values with this business. This business obviously did not share the same values that I had around communication and what it means to have this business relationship to work closely together. You know, they're looking for something that is a zero effort, quick sell, but you know, that is part of their particular value set. While I am interested in building relationships building brand loyalty, serving people through a disruptive product, you know, versus, you know, someone who's maybe a little more interested in status quo. And that's okay. And that's the thing. It took me, you know, I was just like getting all angry, frustrated, aggravated about this because I'm like, time's wasting. We're losing sales. You know, where's this market entry? It's taking too long, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't they working with us? Why aren't they helping us? Um... 
And I was just like, wow, time out. We're just disconnected. This isn't the right fit. And also then for me to find from a place of compassion of like, you know, I'm responsible for this also. I've allowed this relationship to happen when deep down I knew we were disconnected in our values and yet I went ahead anyway. I own that. I own that. There's nothing wrong with this other company's values. Those are their values. That's fine. They're not mine. That's okay. (laughs) And you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, and that can be really hard because I know it's so easy. You want to be like, oh, but they're not doing what they're supposed to and blah, 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 blah. And you get like I talked about into resentment and victim mode and blaming and finger pointing and all of that stuff. But it was like, how is that helpful? How is that a productive energy? How is that thinking, getting into those emotions and creating what it is you're wanting to attract in life? And as we talked about, it's not, right? It's just spooling you in a spiral down into some more negative BS stuff that's heavy like cement. And you have to shake that off in order to lighten your load in order to fly, right? So obviously, you know, conclusion of the story here is that yes, I concluded uh, the relationship with that company. Um, and I see where they're coming from and I give myself grace and also just forgiveness for, hey, I tried something, I put myself out there, good job me. Yes, for courage. Yes, for being bold. Yes, for showing up, like we talked about in the last episode, because it's about showing up and serving. But you know what? That's okay. Didn't quite work out. Our values weren't aligned. So that meant I enforced a boundary, which was expectations aren't being met. This isn't working for us. Thank you so much and blessings on you, but we're going to part ways. Done. (laughs) Done. right? And that's the whole deal with boundaries too, is that like I talked about so many people get into a whole lot of anger, anxiety, fear, defensiveness when it comes to enforcing boundaries, when things are not quite looking like you thought they would. And if people aren't coming through in the way you thought they would. And so this is then something to look at with compassion. Like I talked about, try to understand where they're coming from. Really, what are their values and what are they going through right now? What are they seeing? You know, because this is also a two way street. You know, it takes two to tango because they have values and expectations also. How are you doing at meeting their values and expectations, right? Because when partners are pulling away or there's that disconnect, it's also from both sides because they're also then feeling like something that they need maybe isn't happening that they want from you. So look for where the the disconnects are with compassion and try to suss out what are their values? 
what are my values and make sure those values are really the ones you want to have in this situation, that they're ones you actually want to stand by and enforce in this situation. And that then gives you an awareness and a foundation in order to start having those conversations with your partners about like, hey, I'm seeing this or I'm seeing that or I'm feeling this. What do you think about this? Let's work together to sort this out. But that's where you have to go with these things. And this doesn't mean then, though, that you just sit quietly and let things, you know, flow by you when they're not working out like you think they they should or you want them to. You know, coming at this from compassion doesn't mean that you give away the farm. It doesn't mean that you say, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll do X, Y, Z and let you walk all over me while my interests and values are demoted and put on the back seat in order to elevate yours other company. No, 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 that's not it at all. It's about understanding and awareness first. That's all. It's not about you even giving anything away or negotiating. Because you don't capitulate, you don't get into victim mentality. Because if you do, that's giving away your power. That's allowing the circumstance to rob you of your power. And you're then just giving away your power to this other company and to these circumstances. And that's not what you want. I mean, I know this. And then that creates even more resentment and anger, frustration, all the things. You get even less results of what you want. Or even if you do get the results, you resent the results because they're coming at a cost to you. A cost to you emotionally because you know what you gave away emotionally (laughs) in order to get this arrangement to work out. And that's not a successful place at all. And you know this because I'm sure you've seen this, you've been there, you've done it, you've seen someone who's gone through it. And even when you choose to negotiate or to have a little give and take, That's not giving away your power either because you are then consciously choosing and you have to make then responsibility, take responsibility and make peace with that choice for choosing then that path you're taking with that company if it's a little different than what you'd originally planned. If if you have to change your expectations a little bit, right? Because it's also about you know, choosing what's the hill you want to die on here? How big a deal is this discrepancy in values and how big a deal is it with whatever expectations not being met for you? Like, is this one you want to, you know, lay down for and be like, nope, I'm not moving? Or is there some space in here that you think (laughs) that you guys can work this out? Because that's the thing about values too that is so interesting is you think like, oh, I'm always going to feel this way. I'm always going to have this value. This is always going to be important to me. Not true. (laughs) Not true. Think about what you value now as an adult versus what you valued even as a child. Values change. Values change all the time, right? As we transform and evolve as other things happen in our lives, right? It's just the nature of life. Our values can change. Now, 
most likely there's some very foundational important values that are not going to change for you. But perhaps some things will shift in priority over time and especially with business, right? Excuse me, a little bit of frog in the throat there. And that's the thing of it also is that because those values can vary, there's also no reason you can't vary your boundaries and vary your boundaries from situation to situation. You know, I think that's the thing that sometimes when people think about boundaries too, they look at boundaries as like this black and white hard line in the sand of, ah, well, if this company doesn't do X, Y, Z, boom, there's a boundary and bam, there's a consequence and it's written in stone. (laughs) Well, yeah, you could operate that way. And maybe in some things, yes, that's true. You have this very, very, very firm boundary. That's the hill you want to die on. But on others, maybe that boundary has more flexibility because life's going to life. Sometimes things need a little grace, right? And just because you give a little wiggle room or a little grace or a little waiver to a business partner one time on a boundary does not mean, one, you need to do it again for them, two, or you do it all the time now for everyone else, or three, you ever do that little grace or waiver ever again. And that's the thing, I think, where people get worried about, oh, well, if I behave this way and I let I let this slide, I say, you know, they didn't they didn't pay their bill on time and I let this slide. You know, like, oh, it's okay, you were having a tough week, whatever. I let it slide. And you think, well, now I've set a precedent, right? Now everybody else thinks that they can get away with not paying their bills on time and it's a slippery slope and on and on it goes. Not so. Your business, your rules. That is the whole thing about boundaries. They're your values your business, your rules. You set it. Why would you ever have anyone else set the rules for your business? So just because you do something once, your rules doesn't mean you ever need to do it again. Just because you give grace to someone for not getting their bill in on time right now, doesn't mean you ever have to give grace and a waiver on that ever again. It is all your business, all your rules. And the thing that I think is even more key about this is that, again, you're making these choices from a place of compassion because you're deciding to either enforce the boundary or to, you know, come up with an alternative solution or way forward based on compassionate awareness and then making a choice accordingly that you then take full responsibility for. And yes, how you treat one person is how you treat everyone, right? No one is different. Everyone receives the same treatment, right? But this is the thing. When people say this statement, and this was always something that drives me nuts, it's like, treat everyone the same. Yes, treat everyone the same, but this also means treat everyone the same with compassion 
on a case-by-case basis. It's the compassion that is what is about treating everyone the same. And I'll give you an example of this, okay? Because let's look at, you know, your horses. Because this is always the next example. Treat your horses all the same. Do you love them? Do you give them compassion? Do you care for them and meet all of their needs? Okay, yes, (laughs) yes. However, do you treat them all exactly the same? And you say, well, wait, no, Teal, I don't because, you know, Brownie has, uh, you know, arthritis and he needs medication and, you know, Sprinkles needs, um, you know, not as much pasture time because he can get laminitic. So I don't turn him out as much in the pasture as I do Brownie. Are you treating those horses one more fairly than the other? No. It's about compassion. It's about compassion to guide you in treating others fairly and the same, air quotes, with compassion. Because everything is case by case. Everything is unique, right? But what makes it all even and fair and okay is the compassion part, right? And I know maybe that's a little different than what a lot of other people start to talk about because it's just like, yep, treat everybody the same, treat everybody the same. And it's, yes, that is the idea, but what does it really, really mean? If you treated everyone actually the same, you would actually be harming other people, (laughs) right? Because not everybody needs the same things in the same way, in the same place at the same time, right? It's about compassion. And that's how then you have compassionate service and really start to help people too. So that's what I'm talking about when... Boundaries need to be enforced when you're creating boundaries, when you're realizing what your boundaries are. It's all coming from your values. And you build the boundaries, you lay out all of the rules for your business, and you enforce them all with compassion. And not everyone's going to like it when you enforce a rule. I mean, gee, it goes without saying. But again, that's on them. That's not on you. Because their behavior is a reflection of the values and judgments that they have of themselves and really have nothing to do with you. Because life is a mirror, as we'll talk about more some other time too. So, we talk about choice with your boundaries, when and how to enforce them, and when you need to change them, when you want to change them, when you want to change them back. And this is also then where you listen to your intuition and your gut on when and how to enforce those boundaries. And what does that really look like when you listen to your intuition and your gut? Well, I mean, honestly, that's a whole other topic for another time. But it's really about getting quiet with yourself, getting into silence, turning off your mind, turning off all the chatter, the overthink, because you can't hear your intuition, when your brain is talking all the time. It's just blocking it out. It's like all that radio noise. Turn it down, and then you can actually hear 
and feel the intuition coming through. And that's a practice. But for now, this is what we want to leave you with is, again, your values define your boundaries. If you're having relationship situations in your business, in your life, anywhere at all, first things first, look at your values and look at their values because that is one of the main places where that tension comes from. Okay? And that's so much, such a powerful tool because that awareness then gives you information on where you can go next in order to either repair the relationship or to enforce the boundary and with compassion, release it, right? Okay. All right. So thank you for listening to this and being here with me. I really, really, really appreciate it. I trust that you have received whatever you need from this episode. And if it is provided you with any value whatsoever, then please share with others because if it's helped you, it will also help others too. And you know what? As we all grow, as we all receive help, hey, it lifts all boats, right? So thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of equestrian that likes to help others, then share this with your friends, fellow riders, and barn mates. You know, if you've found value, they will too. So please share on your social media channels. Also, if you've got questions or have a topic you'd like to hear about, I'm here to help. You can email me at customerservice at sterling-essentials.com and I may even use your idea on a future podcast episode. Also, if you'd like additional empowering content, connect with me on Instagram at Empowered Equestrian Podcast. Finally, I do have a personal request. If you would, please leave a review wherever you listen. And a good one, by the way. I'd be really grateful. And through your assistance together, we can help our equestrian community thrive. Thank you and take care.